0: Good afternoon, Los Angeles and all of Southern California. I'm Farley Malaris, and you're listening to Astrological Metaphysical Radio, the phenomenon of the 80s, on KFOX 93.5 FM, your talk alternative in Redondo Beach. Today we're going to talk about transits and, in specific, transit diaries. How to make transit diaries, how to keep them, and this is the show you want to record that will teach you how to learn the transits or how to follow the movements of the planets in the sky as they course through your chart. So a very, very powerful topic, a very, very interesting topic when it comes to trying to figure out what is going on in your life. A lot is definitely going on every day to everyone's lives. So, very, very interesting stuff. Okay, now, lots going on in my life. I wonder if there's a lot going on in your life, too. I hope it's all for the better, but I I do feel I'm having a major rebirth. (laughs) These Capricorn transits are triggering a lot. Pluto dead center Scorpio is triggering a lot. There are a lot of things ending and a lot of things beginning all around us as i speak so, uh, you know it's almost like time has sped up and we uh, future shock is upon us alvin toffler congratulations <laughs> you were right and you know knowing astrology and understanding the mechanics of how the science of astrology works is the key as far as i can see as far as i can understand to to really maintaining uh, a center a balance and a calmness concerning some of the strange be- behavior that we're, we're subjected to by people around us. my One of my pet canaries, uh, Bastion, died suddenly this morning. Whew, that blew me away. My He was like a son to me. Didn't expect that, you know. And, and my friend Ken Wegner died two weeks ago. Didn't inspe- expect that. Uh, seems like... Th- things are happening left and right the world is all sped up and just it's just there's something going on here there is definitely something going on i notice millions of people are coming to la and then on the same hand there's a big exodus going on millions of people you know, you know you listen to this show and it's not an accident that people want to know about their relationships because so many people are l- alone in L.A., they don't have any, and people want to know about their jobs because they're burned out, they're going to change, or about their residents. People are moving and they're changing jobs and, and they're forming new relationships or waiting for new ones or breaking off stale ones. And it's it's like the the time frame has definitely sped up. That's what Capricorn transits do. You know, when you got Venus and Mercury retrograde soon and, and also Saturn and Uranus and Neptune, all in Capricorn like that. Hey, Capricorn is a real karma sign. And I'm telling you, karma runs hot relationships run hot and cold and there's just things are going at me- mega light speed right now it's unbelievable if you if you don't know how to keep up with it right now you could fall behind and if you do fall behind you'll just be left behind you know, it's not an accident that they showed that movie on channel 7 the other day the day after which i saw and which i got the chills from because we are constantly reminded of of having this nuclear umbrella hung over our heads makes no sense at all i i i actually would uh highly recommend another Geneva Convention. That's right. We had a, we used to have Geneva Conventions prior to the World Wars and during the World Wars, right, to safeguard this planet against uh, just threats to mankind like biochemical warfare, warfare concerning gas. I have no idea why nuclear war wasn't included. makes no sense at all that the whole world should be held hostage. I want to tell you something. The President of the United States and the President of the Soviet Union, as we speak, speak, are holding this entire planet hostage. They talk about terrorism, right? But as long as they have nuclear stockpiles with thousands of warheads pointed all over the world, the entire planet is held hostage to their merest whim. You know, of course it takes Congress to declare war, but the, the, the President of the United States can <laughs> launch the missiles. As far as I'm concerned, that's as clear as declaring war as anything else. So, so you know, a, lo- a lot needs to be changed and a lot needs to be analyzed and reviewed on this planet so we can all be happier and live in peace you know you wonder why stress is so high and why people are so nervous and all all these earthquakes are happening and all of us are living on nitroglycerins you know i really believe that that we have what what is called nuclear war stress that especially affects the children you take a look at some of these children with their heavy metal and their punk rock lifestyles which i'm not putting down but a lot of them are living their life to the hilt you know with the belief that life will be very short and that then a nuclear war will bring it all to an abrupt halt you know and I am always reminded of the reality when I see a movie like the day after and when I am inspired to do a topic like today called the transit diaries because it reminds me that as long as that stuff is plugged in then somebody could accidentally press the button so why even leave it plugged in you know we might as well just unplug the whole thing and have that Geneva Convention and abolish nuclear weapons by all nations Right by total nations, who needs it? And just get rid of that being held hostage by these individuals that are leaders of these countries. It's absurd, and I have no idea why Gorbachev and Reagan didn't take advantage of being powerful beings by doing it. You know, and remember uh, the movie Superman uh, Four, I think, or Superman Three. You know, he went ahead and just pulled all the missiles and flung them into the sun. I really love that plot. (laughs) That was great. But anyway. The point is that a lot is going on, and, and I really feel that new age beliefs and new age technology and psychic and spiritual awareness and astrology are all part and parcel to what 's really coming down on this planet. This is not a fad; this is something that is going to lead us into a new aura of consciousness, awareness, clarity, and also balance. You know some guy who was really a major fundamentalist called my machine yesterday and, and prayed for me in my machine. Can you imagine that? He prayed that I would accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God and that I would be saved and all this. Hey, I accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God. I also accept you as the Son of God, too. You know what I mean? It doesn't say anything in the Bible where we shouldn't accept all all people as children of God. I mean, unless it does, maybe I'm wrong. But uh, I, I prefer to put everyone under the God definition. That way I feel safe <laughs> with all of you. You know, but, but you know, uh, this the, the way things have gone you know the program as written is not working okay and I know that that a lot of these great world religions and a lot of these great world institutions and economic and political systems were well thought up of but I just think they are dwarfed by what we could really have we must recognize that we are still children of the Spirit And, and, you know, as we well up and, and rise up and, and ascend into the light of consciousness, then we are going to be given more clarity and much more of a more balanced world philosophy that will not limit our thinking and I think will protect future generations on this planet and remove all the poison, which is what the age of Aquarius is all about. The transit diary philosophy is a way to follow the movement of the planet every single day on your chart and to make notes as to what happened that day so somehow, some way, just like the ancient astrologers, you can correlate in your mind, in your own head, exactly what the movement of the planets in your chart means. You know, this, it's very simple to do this because once you get the feel of the zodiac as a big pie and as all the 12 signs of the zodiac as 12, 12 slices of those pie, and the planets, the sun and the moon, moving through the zodiac, uh, it, like people traveling across America. You know, like if you, if you went from L.A. to New York it's it, in me to me it's similar as saying the Sun goes from Aries to Pisces that's all it means you know planets moving through signs the signs are locations in space they're star constellations and the planets are 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 the, are the the second the minute the hour hands that move through these areas of space so anybody can understand the movement of the planets called the transits and every day right at 12 noon right here on K Fox or you can pick up any ephemeris like Jim May celestial influences guide which includes an entire almanac and textbook of astrology ephemeris and calendar available at the Bodhi tree right Jim Maynard celestial influences and you can follow the transits yourself you know the only way I learned the transits I had some pretty wise teachers and what they did to me is they had me make a copy of my natal chart the wheel Actually, what I did, you know, if you take a look at your natal chart, you'll notice on the bottom is it says abbreviations. Well, what you can do is you can take your chart, that first page, and you can you can you can tape a piece of blank paper over the part that says abbreviations, and write on it in the upper left-hand corner of that blank piece of paper notes. Right? Take it to your instant press and run off. Uh, I would say maybe. Hmm, uh, 200, 200 copies of that, right? And then, and then, you know, also on that piece of paper, you might want to put date and notes, okay? Now what you do, now what do you do when you have 200 copies of your chart? Well, it's simple. Let's say today is January 26, 1989. You write January 26, 1989. And you listen to the news. Well, let's say I announce sun in Aquarius. So you find Aquarius and, well, actually on a separate piece of paper, you could mark mark down the entire news first. Then after the show, you can find those planets on your chart. See, like like the instant press will print the chart, so you'll know what your planets look like, right? If you if you write the transiting planets on your chart, then they'll be in ink or in pencil, so they will stand out. And that way, you can notice what, what houses these traveling planets are in. Maybe if you're a little smart, you can check and see what kind of aspects you have that day as far as trine, sextiles, squares, oppositions, conjunctions. And then when you go to bed at night, before you turn in, you might want to make notes. Today, the moon was in Scorpio, and I have a Scorpio moon. Farley said I had a lunar return. My most sensitive, emotional part of the month. He was right. I cried today. I felt very lonely and empty today. I lost a friend. My canary died. You know, something like that. You know, and see this is the only way not only you can prove how the cycles of astrology work, but it's also a way for you to literally feel the pull and the effect of the planets you know you can read as much as you want in books and you can analyze as much as you want as far as 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 learning astrology in classes but the only way you're gonna really understand how the transits work is to get the feel now let me tell you something You know, during the 200 days that you do the transit diaries you're gonna notice that the outer planets uh, Jupiter, Saturn, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto are not going to move too much. See? So the focus in the transit diaries are going to be on the quicker-moving planets. You know, I like to shade in a zone uh, which represents 12 degrees. In other words, like if I announce the moon at one Libra today, then you could go ahead and draw, you know, a symbol for the moon right around where one Libra would be in your chart and write it in, and then shade to the left from one Libra to 13 Libra and just put a little shade there, you know, in a little rectangle, a tiny rectangle next to the moon to show you how far that moon will move in one day, 12 degrees a day okay so you know you can do that uh, to see the effect of the moon every day and then you can also just put in the planets you know Mercury retrograde in Aquarius Sun in Aquarius Mars and Taurus Jupiter and Taurus Saturn Uranus Neptune all in Capricorn with Venus and Pluto and Scorpio see you do that for today's date January 26 1989 and then in the bottom part you can either, you, you can even make lines you know on that piece of paper that you tape on over the abbreviations You can even make lines, so you can write your diary. A transit diary for the day to help you understand. You know, when I went to astrology school, I kept a transit diary for 250 days. And when I was done with that with that diary, I knew transits. I felt the transits. I and I never stopped it. You know, when someone says there's something anywhere in the zodiac, any one of the 360 degrees, I feel the pulse, I know what it does to my chart, I know what's possible, I know Pluto's dead center, Scorpio now, conjunct my moon, square my Pluto square my Mercury square my Sun I know Uranus is three Capricorn opposed my Venus opposed my Uranus it's in my head you know by now I've been following these transits for so many years that I am aware of the astrological possibilities you know what at this point in my life I'm not shocked at anything that happens you know I hate to say that but no matter what happens in my life even if it's something tragic I'm aware of the possibilities because of those transit diaries but long time ago before I knew about astrology, boy did I used to put myself through anxiety, anguish, and suffering. When things would happen, it would always be a shock to me, sometimes a total surprise. I wasn't ready for it. I'd be, I'd brutalize myself by suffering, by crying every day, and by moaning and being hysterical. And, and just, it would just threaten my entire productivity and my efficiency. It would anchor my entire life but now I understand this transit diary philosophy and you know that's the reason why I give the planets out every day because I'm hoping that somewhere, somehow, there are people out there that are following these transits and writing them down. And you know, there's another way to do it. Of course, it's not as efficient, but it's, it's more of a lazy way to do it. You just get yourself a plastic cover for your astroscope and fill in the transits for the day with a felt tip pen that you could later wipe away with the moist cloth That way you can look at your trance every day. See, I like the idea of making copies of your natal wheel, and and by doing that, referring back to it at a later date, when you can look back in that transit diary and say, yeah, I remember when I had the Saturn square Neptune that was going on, and let's see when that started. I started to feel that in January of 89. It lasted all through 89 and 90, and what happened? Well, I was really subject to some career disillusions and disappointments during that period, And I had a skin flare up at the same time from the Capricorn effect. You know, this is really a way to train you as to how the astrological correlations work. You know, so once again, you know, now a lot of people really go berserk. You know, a lot of people will go ahead and get themselves some chart paper from the Bodhi tree and they're so good that they'll go ahead and transfer their natal chart to a nice piece of paper that has all the degrees etched on there and they'll draw their chart themselves by hand with all their colored aspects in and everything and then they'll make copies of that chart. You know, that's what we really call a fanatic. You know, when you when you go ahead and take my natal chart and redo it, on a piece of paper, uh, you know, showing all 360 degrees of the zodiac. Obviously, you know, a little niche for each one, right? Then, uh, in those 250 copies you make, it'll be quite obvious as to where the planets are going. You know, and on top of that, when on top of that, by having the supplement of our transit forecast, if you are members of the Astrology Hour. You could use the transit forecast to help you understand your transits in correlation with the transit diaries. Like, you might want to fill in your diary for that day to see what happened after you log in all the planetary locations. And frankly, what I would do, you know, when I did transit diaries, it, just to make it easy for me, is I, did, as I kept the moon every day and then I logged the planets once a week. You know, some people, it might be difficult to do the planets every day because that's a lot of work. So I would say like on Monday, I would log the planets for the, for, for the week and the zones they would be going for that week by shading that in. Then every day I would log in the 12 degrees of the moon because really getting the, the lunar transits down are the most important because the moon will trigger all the other effects in your chart. The moon's one powerful puppy. And when that son of a gun goes over something in your chart, bingo, it's amazing how something happens. Something definite happens. You know, my, my pal Bastian. He didn't die by, by uh, you know, an accident. It was a destined thing because the moon in late Virgo this morning when he died was square my planet of friends, Uranus in Gemini. I had Uranus at 29 Gemini. The moon popped 29 Virgo right when he died and squared my Uranus and bingo. That's what happened. It was a Uranus effect. Moon square Uranus took the death of a friend and that would be my little puppy, my bastion. And please don't call me up and offer me your sympathies because, you know, I, I, I feel I'm, I'm going to cry about it and worry about it and and have my little ceremony and funeral for my pal but you know he's in the light now and and he's evolved and he may come back as a puppy or a cat or maybe a little baby who knows he was a very evolved bird and a lot of you out there knew bastion a lot of you that came over and and got the celestite from my house i took him out of his cage and show you how well trained he was and how he could lay in my hand and and fly to the cage on command and such and and he was a good guy you know but but things happen, you know. Things happen, and you have to process and let it go. And I'm, I'm aware that all of you were saddened by the loss of Bastion, But I also believe there is no death. That there is no death. That 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 when the when the light leaves the body, it's obvious. You know, when, when you're sitting there and then when you raise your hand and lower your hand, you know, it's more than just your brain that, that's doing that. Your soul fits into your body like a glove, particularly the astral body. And when that astral body wants to move, <laughs> then your body follows it. It moves. And when a, when a body is dead, it's because the astral body and the soul have left. So I just see it as a transition that Bastion has taken his astral flight, he's gone into the light, and that he's fine, he's okay. And that, that's the way I prefer looking at death now. I don't, I don't really prefer, uh, aggravating myself and mourning for years and years when someone dies, because I don't see it as a finite thing. I see it as something that is, uh, eternal. You know, that it is an eternal light, uh, that is inside the soul of animals and people and living things so it's okay you know it's okay it's okay and, and but that, but you know knowing astrology i was aware that this transit was happening i'm having a uranus opposed venus which is also friends or loss of friends from the venus opposition neptune squared my uranus so it happened see but if i wasn't into astrology or metaphysics and this would have happened i, I probably would have had to take the day off it probably would have leveled me you know, things like this in the past have been known to level me. When when my Aunt Barbara died, I was level. My Uncle Manny's uh, wife, uh, ve- I got very sick from that. My cousin Jerry died, I was very sick from that. My friend Michael died. I've known about 60 people and, and about... S- of uh, 10 pets that have passed and you know and, and every one of them was hard for me because i'm sensitive but you know as i got into astrology i could see how and why it happened you know and i like i'm that person i like to have these type of things explained to me you know i like to know about it. i don't i don't, don't want to be in for any shocks <laughs> i like to know ahead of time what the what are the odds what are the possibilities here and that's what you learn when you master and try to master astrology this is 93.5 FM KFOX, where this public-supported show, The Astrology Hour, comes to you weekdays at 12 noon. I'm your host, Farley Malaris, and you know, I guess the most important part of this topic, more than anything, is, is to show you what it means for the planets to go through your houses, more than anything else that I'm trying to do is I'm trying to teach you with these transit diaries what each house means. You know, you all can study in your study guide how horoscopes work or any astrology text what the meaning of each house is. You know, the whole point of this topic is to show you what the moon does is it goes through all 12 houses of life a month. Once a month, the moon goes through the 12 houses of life in your chart and triggers things you know I want you to get the feel of the moon through the houses I want you to get the feel of what it means to have planets locked frozen in houses for so many years Pluto in one house for 10 12 years same with Neptune Uranus in one house for seven years Saturn in one house for two and a half years Jupiter for a year Mars sometimes for two to six months and you can really feel astrology work When a planet enters your house, like your career house, wouldn't you like to know you have a planet like Jupiter in Taurus right now transiting? All Leo risings and Virgo risings are going through this magnificent effect from Jupiter in their 10th house for one full year or more, and they don't even know it they don't even take the time to do the transit diary to watch this and to see all these career changes they have to call me up and ask me about their career they can't even follow it in their own chart once a month the moon goes into that tenth house in your career and triggers luck Uh, Opportunity, potential, and money every month. All you gotta do is learn to follow it yourself and know how to do it. You know, my whole purpose why I'm here on the radio is 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 to help teach you how to become astrologically aware. So one day you don't have to ask me about it. When you call me up, you can ask me some heavy questions about the universe because you know how to read yourself. Because I brought you to that level. Because I nurtured you to a level where you're so astrologically smart. You know the language. You can follow the transits you can work the compatibilities and what you want to talk to me about is the heavy stuff in the universe not personal stuff you know that's why whenever anyone calls with a general question i'm honored you know i say to myself i succeeded because finally a general question is more important to this person than something to do with their life because they finally can read their own life just like farley can you know And that's what really thrills me. That says, you know, that's why I was born. So people can gain self-realization, open-mindedness, and never stop searching for truth. You know, that's why this show is so much fun. Okay, and this show is dedicated to my pal, Bastion, in the light. In fact, he's on my shoulder right now, where he will forever be in my mind's eye.